Welcome to the first ever episode of Third Space TV. Super stoked to be here today with um, Lovekin. Um, before we jump in real quick, just a note on what Third Space is, if you're not familiar with us. Um, Third Space is a platform that um, serves to support uh, indie Christian artists um, in our endeavor to create, to make music. Um, I'm an indie Christian artist myself, and I know how much it means um, to have that voice of recognition and support. And so, yeah, Third Space TV is just kind of the next um, step in our um, journey to support um, faith-based artists in any way that we can. And yeah, cannot be more excited for today. And I think it's super special that our first guest is... Lovekin, aka my friend Stephen. How you doing, man? Yes, Caleb. Great to uh, be here, man. Um, Third Space TV. I that should be like a. I feel like that should be like a new app on like the the latest <laughs> Samsungs that you buy at Best Buy. Um, yeah, no, the, an dude, app would be sick. Yeah, that would be sick. Um, it's so good to be here, man. Cool, dude. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I just kind of wanted to start with a couple stories. Actually, I'm surprising you with this, but. Steven and I actually knew each other back in the day. We were both in uh, Reading for a church there. And we actually were working for the same company as well, different departments, but same company. And um, I was just remembering when I was preparing for this that you actually played at our wedding. Yes. My wife and I's wedding. Bro. Did you remember that? Oh my gosh, literally not until you just said it. <laughs> I mean, it was memorable, but I, man, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, we do go back. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't recall that until I started prepping for this. And then I also remember man. one distinct memory was... Um, was that down in Chico? It was, uh, it was in Anderson. Okay, yeah. Dude, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. I'm having flashbacks now. Okay, anyways, you should keep going. <laughs> and then another, yeah, another little quick story is uh, in Reading, like one of the primary features of the town is this bridge, the Sundial Bridge. And I remember I was delivering, I was delivering bread to a coffee shop down there. And I remember coming around the corner and hearing you do a Billie Jean cover and you were out there with your guitar case <laughs> open and jamming. And I was like, man, this guy's got the chops. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. You realize that you witnessed a very, very unique moment in my life. And um, oh my gosh, like that was like, that was that, that, that what you just described me standing by the Sundial Bridge playing Billie Jean like was it represents like that that season of my life so well <laughs> i can't even like tell you bro <laughs> yeah that's so, yeah i i i will i will say too i remember um i remember it was always the uh saturday i don't know if it was sunday too but i know i worked saturday and sunday mornings both on the weekends at the gas station and um and I remember that uh, was it. Were you 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 came in on the on Saturdays, right? Or were you just doing weekdays? Did I catch you? Because I'm pretty sure I was catch, catching you for a while there. You had a shift. You had a shift. Yeah, you had a shift on Saturday, and uh, I remember it was. I would be there counting counting the cigarettes um, on the wall about um, gosh six thirty seven in the morning. And uh, you'd show up with the uh, sourdough, and uh, you'd you'd go over to the to the to the bread section and stock us up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
So now we're both we're both on the bigger and better things, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, something like that. Maybe not bigger, but better. For yeah. Sure. Yes. 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 So funny. That's so cool. But yeah, dude, it's just been so cool to see, to kind of watch you. The love can develop because obviously I knew you as yeah. Steven and see how how you've grown as an artist and obviously put out I think two full lengths and then the Christmas album and the yeah um yeah and the piano record last year and yeah, yeah just to see you you know really put in the work um and uh build this thing from the ground up obviously I know your heart is in a place of um receptiveness to the Lord I know you don't put a lot of credit in your own um capabilities and whatnot but it's just cool to to see you know to to see your journey i guess to see your next step so love can you didn't start writing and performing recording under that name till post reading is that correct yeah yeah post reading man um and yeah so 2018 was when i really stepped out and started to like play live um, doing some worship nights and stuff like house shows and stuff, just starting at my own house in Phoenix here, uh, as Lovekin. And, uh, but yeah, 2017 was when I was writing a lot of the preliminary sort of songs. And, and honestly, it was like the beginning of 2017 that Lovekin first came about, but it was through like this kind of strange electronic, uh album and um i don't know if we've talked about that you and i but yeah i it was completely different and and you know very strange kind of electronic beats and stuff like that and then i i exonated that and kind of threw that out the window when i when i wanted to reuse the name and kind of reinvent myself um to more of the acoustic driven um kind of indie folk worship sounds so yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't know that was part of the journey. That's cool. So, for those who are watching who might not be familiar with your music, can you just give us kind of a brief um, insight into what love can means to you. I know that yeah. it does mean something. The name and yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, it's it's uh, you know my last name is is very close to Lovekin. Uh, but spelled slightly differently. So, as you know, but um, I, uh, I, so the the name itself comes from that. So I, I spell obviously the artist name uh, L O V K N, um, and um, and basically, for me, I think it's cool. Just this melding of these two words, love and kin, you know, and family, kin, um, and and for me, I think that combination of words it's funny how like even over the last few years it's just unfolded more I've, I've just realized more of like i don't know it's almost like i this is how much i thought it like mattered in the beginning and then like journeying with god like being with god in this journey like he showed me like how significant it was that i that that the love and the kin came together and that just came through like um, even just meeting other indie Christian artists and just this idea of like, like family surrounding like the music and this idea of, um, you know, love, the love of God and like, um, you know, family of God is a family of love. And, and, and as I begin to kind of get into the one big family ministry, which we might talk about later, maybe not, but basically it was just like, whoa, like this is crazy, you know, um, love, family, um, you know, making music that's just kind of like my prayer and my like cry out to the Lord. Um, and, um, yeah. And, you know, Lovekin came from a really heavy, um, intense and difficult season, you know, in my life. And, um, so a lot of the songs really just came out of like needing to like be like, God, I need you. And I've, I've been playing music for a long time. And so music was the way that I knew how to process those feelings and emotions, you know, and, and, 
Um, and I, I didn't necessarily set out to be like, oh, I, I love Kin and this cool like marketing strategy and it's going to be like, uh, love Kin, I'm going to spell it this way and it's going to have this font and this size and this lettering and I'm going to, I'm going to put it on, you know, this way. And like, you know, it was just like, I'm just going to write and this is kind of like a different way I spell my last name and I'm just going to write as genuine Christian driven, truthful, hopeful music as I can. That's super cool, dude. Yeah, I wanted to, um, <clears throat> yeah, let you speak on the One Big Family maybe in a bit, but I just wanted to say, like, it's so cool to see you just um, really embodying that. It's not just like a, um, you know, a gimmick or, you know, sounds cool, but, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not just blowing smoke. Like, I honestly don't know any other artist that makes an effort to support his peers in the way that you do. And I super admire that, um, especially in the age that we're in. It's just, it's too easy to fall into, I mean, some self-promotion is okay. Although I feel, yeah. personally, I feel super uncomfortable with it. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's just, it's so easy to get so um, caught up in your own world and lose yeah. track that we're in this together. I mean, especially yeah. in the, the arena that you know, you and I are in. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just so cool to see you put so much effort into supporting your peers, whether it's your Instagram stories, or I, I didn't even know that an artist could post another artist's album on their Spotify page until I saw yeah. you had, I saw you featuring Young Ocean's latest release. And then I, know, I know now yeah. you updated it, you updated it, you have someone else on there. But yeah, it's just so cool to see you putting in the effort to live this thing out that is not just you know it's not just um, a cool name or a spin on your last name and it's cool to hear that the spirit's been ministering to you too through your own journey with it um, that it's become more real more real to your own person that's a really cool thing too thanks man i mean uh, all i gotta say in response to that is this isn't about me you know and, and this, and, and I think that it's a really dangerous place you can get to if, if you're an artist and, and you kind of start to maybe think that it is, you know, um, because this, I, I, I wish I could quote exactly where it is. I, I didn't prepare the verse ahead of time because I didn't know we'd go this direction, but I, there's a verse and I think it's in Acts, um, but Paul, I think it's Paul speaking and it's a section um, where he's talking about like whether basically the gist is like whether the gospel like people are like like oh you know I follow Paul and someone's like I follow this person I follow this person and Paul's like actually like whether you follow me or this person like I don't really care because you're hearing the gospel either way and that's the more important thing you know and I think that that's such a key like element to continue to grasp and keep in front of you is that like I if I have 10,000 people who are tuning in like I I'm I'm like cool 10,000 people how can I like they're already tuning in to me so how can I get my brother or sister around my arm and like show them something that's really great that I believe in and um and so and I just also love promoting uh people who I see like their heart is pure and in a good place you know and um and I think you know it's easy to tell in this generation. I think I think it's it's becoming easier to see to sense authenticity in something, you know, which is why a lot of people are turning away from which a lot a lot of our generation don't listen to Caleb, and 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 that's not to say that there's not really authentic, beautiful um, music that that God ministers through. It's not a hierarchy for sure, but at the same time, there is, and we should like it is okay to, to bring light on the fact that there is a, there is some, you know, lack of authenticity um, happening in that world to an extent. Totally. That's cool, man. Yeah. I really appreciate your heart in that. <clears throat> well, yeah, that, that kind of went to a deeper place than, <laughs> than maybe we imagined, but um, yeah, dude. So, this platform is to showcase your music. So I, we would love to hear a tune or two, whatever you got set up for us. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, man. And, um, and remind me again, like, um, what, what are you, uh, what, what are we thinking here? Uh, uh, how many songs? I forget. <laughs> Sorry. We'll uh, see how, we'll see how it goes. I was thinking three to four, but I mean, if you want to play a full set, then I'm here for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounds good. I'll play a few and, uh, we'll see what happens. So Thanks. why don't you play, you. Why, it, yeah. Why don't you play two and then we'll uh, jump back into a little bit more conversation and then maybe a couple more after that. That sounds awesome. That sounds great. That sounds great. Yeah, amazing. Sweet. Here we are live from thirdspace.tv. This song is called Holy Rain. And I wrote it. Oh, man. It must have been like January... Sometime between January 1st and January 15th in 2019. I do remember that. I was sitting on my couch. Started to play this. Thought, ooh, that could be a song. Only you can satisfy, I know, cause I've seen it in my life The lessons I've learned and relearned and learned again As you waited by my side Seasons of pain, I used to remain By returning to my old vices for advice I got no change and it was killing me Yeah, just killing me, bringing me down, down. Yeah, yeah Since giving you my life, I finally found my hope and pain. It's in your eyes that I find mercy, mercy, I find grace. And gravity's the only thing holding me down today. Surviving the worst of days With only a paper plane Cheap imitations that would only ever land in pain You saw the situation With no negotiation One day you came crashing in To save me from myself Cause it was killing me Yeah, just killing me Bringing me down Since giving you my life, I finally found my hope and pain. It's in your eyes that I find mercy, mercy, I find grace. And gravity's the only thing holding me down today. So let's see, what should we play here? I'm gonna play a song called Come Sweet Jesus. My life is yours, my song is yours, my every breath I breathe is yours with child. I follow you for all of my 
days I call on you, Jesus, please come, sweet Jesus, come home. Come and move in a new way. I'm ready to see another facet of your love. I'm ready to be led into a deeper place of knowing this love that led me out of the grave, out of the grave. This life I live, I lay it down. That you would have your way and I would always be found in you, sweet Jesus. Come, sweet Jesus, come. With hopeful expectations, I wait on your sweet vibrations of love to lead me on, love to lead me on, come in. Satisfied my soul And I know there's more to you That I have yet to see Show me please, show me please Show me please, show me please yeah. Come and move in a new way I'm ready to see another facet of your love I'm ready to be led into a deeper place of knowing this love that led me out of the grave, out of the grave. So good, dude. Come, sweet Jesus. You're definitely a uh, you're definitely a live artist in the sense that uh, it's just one thing to experience you, you know, playing these tunes kind of more in person, obviously over Zoom, but. Yeah. hopefully it translates to other people but yeah it's it's definitely cool to experience them more coming straight from the source thanks man i love playing live and as you can imagine and i'm sure as an artist you felt in similar ways last year and even you know up to now it's been you know sad not to be able to play as much live so is there are you holding out a hope that that could be something that happens this year or are you kind of just keeping it in check a little bit more yeah you know i am holding out hope not to the extent where i'm necessarily planning anything yet um i, I still i still have a personal um conviction that it's a little too soon for that but i i do hope that um and it's in the back of my mind that you know by the end of summer and the fall that uh i can get back to you know doing a house show tour i'll probably just ease in with maybe like a house show tour if there's people who are interested in um, having me come out and and um start that way you know so i actually prefer the house shoot i actually prefer the house show tours um anyways so ra rather than like playing in typical venues yeah it, de <clears throat> it definitely seems more conducive to your sound and energy yeah. Yeah. having it tighten and close so have you um have you toured anywhere on the East Coast or has it mainly been West Coast tours? Um, no, I have gone, I have done the East Coast a bit. Um, let's see, technically three different times I went out to do the East Coast. Um, and I usually end up like north, like in Massachusetts, and then make my way south down all the way to like North Carolina. And, um, and then, I, and then at that point I cut over, um, I haven't been down to like, uh, Florida yet to play. I've, I would really like to, um, get down there, but, um, yeah, so I've done, I've done that stretch, um, a few times now and, and it's cool. There's, I have some really, really close friends out there now because of it. So, yeah. Have you happened to connect with any of the guys in Boone, North Carolina? I have, um, like John Lucas? 
Yeah, John, yeah. Yeah. John Lucas, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't. Um I haven't. I haven't been up to Boone. I I was going to one time and then the weather was just bad, so I, I didn't make it. But um yeah, no, I haven't been up to Boone. I have gone through Raleigh and um and and uh I love Raleigh. So yeah. Yeah, I was just curious because after starting a third space blog, I started to, you know, posting about all these artists and to come to find out they're all like kind of, you know, part of the same yeah. community or at least, you know, know each other. I know there's like a studio called Red Yeti, I think that's okay. in that area, but I, I know they're involved in like a lot of the projects that we've posted on. But speaking oh, cool. of projects, you have a new project coming out this month. Yeah. Hems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. And, uh, I'm, I'm literally like, I, I could have sent it out for mastering like last week. I'm waiting on one final, um, instrument track to get back to me, uh, an, an upright bass. Um, and, uh, and there's a song that features, um, kind of like a string section. And so, um, I, once I get that back from him in a couple days, next couple days, I should be able to get that out for mastering. And then hopefully, if it, if it, it is it was my goal to get it out this month um if it does at this point this month it's going to be the very end of this month so yeah what um what inspired that project i'm excited i'm very excited about it yeah i'm very excited about it um uh basically this was a project that like i had a dream to do as far back as the beginning of last year and uh and funny enough i actually recorded um like a whole version of this album and and sat on it for for months. I recorded it back in like May and June, and uh, and then and then literally after like sitting on it for like six months, I was like, ah, I think I'm gonna record new versions. <laughs> so and so uh, and I, I I literally like paid for like musicians on some of the tracks. I paid to get it mastered. Like so, I was out. I was like out money on this, on these versions. And then I was like, you know, I just, I have to do new versions. So new year, new versions. Um, and, um, basically, uh, yeah, I have, I love, uh, hymns. Um, you know, I used to only know like a couple, you know, come now found and Jesus paid it all pretty much. But since, um, since I, I, uh, somehow in the last, I don't know, five years, I ended up with like a, a hymnal essentially, and uh, I had it on my piano, and I realized, you know, when I don't know really what to sing, I don't want to sing one of my songs, I don't really want to sing a contemporary worship song, but I'm like, my heart needs to meditate on scripture or on, like, truth, I find, like, hymns are beautiful, and, like, and still such a, like, beautiful, meditative, like, truthful way to just center yourself on, on Jesus, and, like, um, and so I'm, I have seven hymns on this out on this EP thing that's going to be out. And basically it's just my own kind of creative versions. I didn't want to just kind of standard play the hymns outright, you know, wanted to, you know, I love the idea. I love the idea of preserving hymns and keeping them relevant because I do think that they're powerful and they're songs that have, you know, stood the test of time and have helped many, many generations in their walk with the Lord. And so I think like to bring maybe a little bit of Lufkin style to uh, some hymns would be really a cool thing to do and hopefully brings new life to some hymns. So That's super cool. Yeah, because to the best of my understanding, like hymns were, a lot of the hymns were written by more of the quote-unquote preacher, preacher-esque guys, evangelist guys like strategically um because i think that there's like something to as believers us singing something like it's one thing to hear it or even like take notes of it during a sermon but to sing it it just involves your yourself in a a whole nother you know level a whole nother capacity and um yeah just having this conversation with my wife like you know even in um, a lot of our contemporary worship I, um, I'm just, I don't know. I kind of just keep an eye out because it's so easy just to join in a catchy melody and sing a song. Um, and it's also so easy to sing something that sounds good, but is it, you know, is it truth? Like, um, I don't know. I have a, I have a, 
a hint in my heart that there's going to be kind of a, a revival of hymns as it were because i because i think that it's there's a there, it's necessary <laughs> for yeah. for lack of a better oh, man idea. yeah i mean think about it caleb like when most when all the hymns that we know as proper hymns from the olden days were written i mean it was before the internet world and it was before this sort of like fascination with fame i think and um and wanting to like write something to sort of like you know get money <laughs> you know and i think that like and i and i and i and i think that so i think that there's a purity there's a very real purity in a, in in most all hymns that is fewer is is harder to come by in a lot of contemporary worship, you know, and that's not to say that there aren't you know the real contemporary worship songs that you know were weren't written in the closet by somebody just like you know crying their heart out to the Lord in a tough season, and those generally are 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 the best. But there's definitely I think a lot of stuff that is written because it's kind of like what is sung and what you should sing quote unquote and what sounds good and you know what works so totally totally yeah i'm really stoked on that project that you have coming out yeah and you kind of you kind of said you had you were only familiar with a couple of hymns i was going to ask you if you had grown up around around classic hymns or what kind of you know, I've never really mm. talked to you about your yeah. personal background, but if you grew up in church and what were the uh, songs uh, that you grew up around? Like for myself, you know, I grew up around Delirious and classic vineyard worship. Yeah. I didn't know what, what your early experience was like. Yeah, um, I, I grew up in, in going to church, um, but, you know, I was just kind of a Sunday attendee with my family and church didn't really mean much to me, to be honest. I, I was never really involved in like the youth groups and stuff and kind of thought the kids were all a little weird and out there. And, uh, and later in, later in, later in life when I, when I became like youth group worship leader and youth group, you know, youth leader and stuff, I, 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 it was confirmed that the kids are, can be quite strange us, us young, young Christian kids. Um, <laughs> and uh and rowdy and um anyways though i don't know maybe i was just more of a reserved kind of introverted child but um but uh that being said i actually didn't know any christian song or worship song or christian really anything um as far as music goes until i was 18 and um and yeah, I mean, and that only happened because I had been playing music and I was sure that I was going to be a professional musician. I didn't go to college. The church that I was attending at the time was like, hey, worship team auditions. I wasn't going to college. So I was like, well, I have nothing better to do with my life right now. So, you know, I play guitar. I can help out. And like literally that just changed my life. I mean, because I was already in a place of kind of being burnt out and having a loss of vision. But like coming to this place of learning songs and you know, um, and, and I was like learning all the stuff as, as an 18 year old and, and, and new to this whole world of like worship music, Christian songs, all that stuff. So, and it was in a contemporary kind of service fashion. So it wasn't hymns. I, the, the hymn, the hymn exposure for me was like Easter sunrise service with my grandparents, you know, totally. <laughs> Cool, man. Yeah, well, we'll definitely be on the lookout for that and obviously help promote that when it does come out. Yeah, so why don't you uh, take a, take us away with one more and then uh, a couple Great. more questions and then maybe send us out. Steve yeah. and I talked about this before, but my uh, computer battery is dying, so I'm going to go real quick and get the charger while you start this one and try to make it less awkward. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. This song is called New Life and... Um, yeah, I honestly didn't expect this song to uh, reach as many people as it has, and I definitely praise God for that. Um, and this song is just about um, coming to know Jesus and, and being really stoked and excited about it and just wanted to share it with um, your friends and your neighbors and your community. So, um, yeah, do like.
On the wall, I was scared of giving it all away Till you broke through it all to say You're my child, my chosen one My creation, the result of my love Let me lead you, I'm gonna have some fun Oh, oh, oh Kicking off my to my old blues, breaking away from the ties, telling all my friends about my new life, kicking off my old shoes, saying goodbye to my old blues, breaking away from the ties, telling all my friends about my new life. Take heart, as hard as it may be, beyond this step of faith is life everlasting, hope and peace and joy. Joy, oh, when I hear you say to me, when I hear you say to me, mm, you're my child, my chosen one, my creation, the result of my love, let me lead you, we're gonna have some fun, hey, yeah, yeah, kicking off my to my old blues, breaking away from the ties, telling all my friends about my new life, kicking on my old shoes, saying goodbye to my old blues, breaking away from the ties, telling all my friends about my new life. Save me from myself. See that I want you in my life. Show colors of freedom in your eyes freedom in your eyes yeah kicking off my old shoes saying bye to my old blues breaking away from the ties telling all my friends about my new life kicking off my old shoes saying bye to my old blues breaking away from the ties telling all my friends about my new New life. Nice, dude. Yes. Super stoked on Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, Caleb. Dude, you got such a yeah, you got such a unique style. I mean, obviously, your voice allows you to. You have such an amazing voice, allows you to uh, do do things a lot of us probably wouldn't even consider. But wow, (laughs) thank you, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, I can't. I I I'll tell you real quick that 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 literally is only because the day after day after day after day that I spent for like many years just like standing in front of a mirror doing vocal warm-ups just out of obedience of practicing and not and I and every time I did I just knew like I just had this sense like I had to do this because I was sowing into something that God was going to be doing in my future you know and and I think that like you know, so it's by no standard is it uh, a natural, a natural thing though. Uh, it's taken a lot of, a lot of sewing into. That's cool, dude. Thanks for sharing that. It's it's so cool to kind of hear little snippets of your journey. Um, those the yeah the super special to for you to share that with us. That's super cool. Um, I kind of wanted to touch on before our time, which is the piano record you put out. Uh, this yeah. last year which was kind of like it felt like it was kind of out of the i wouldn't say out of the blue but um it felt so raw it, was. it felt like that. 
Sorry, I kind of lost you for a sec. What were you saying? That you could say out of the blue, and it would be, be an accurate, accurate statement. statement. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It felt that way, but I because of that, it felt like, I don't know, it just felt, it was so, don't take this in the wrong way, because I mean it as complimentary as possible, but it was yeah. so weird, like, yeah. compared to, like, um, <laughs> compared to, uh, you know, what, it, third space, you know, if I could use that term, like, music that's in this realm in this sphere like you typically don't hear i mean for those of you who don't know uh before our time is strictly stripped down piano playing uh i forget how many tracks it is seven tracks or eight tracks yeah something like that yeah yeah <laughs> something like yeah. that yeah i forget <laughs> and uh yeah it's just stripped down piano music um and yeah, there's literally nothing dressing it up, no orchestral instruments, nothing else going on. But yeah, some of like the melodies that were going on in there were just like so interesting and so unique. I just, I don't know, I ate it up. I thought it was so sweet. Wow. Thank you, man. Thank you so much, uh, Caleb. Yeah, I honestly, um, um, I, I think it came from a few different places. Um, for me, just a little quick insight in my like songwriting even process. Like I'm much more of a melodic musical thinker. And so, um, lyrics have always been a lot harder for me to come up with and just to like, like make and, uh, make something that doesn't like, I'm not, I don't know. I feel like I'm way less of a poetic type and more so like, um, a composing, like a composing type, maybe, <laughs> um, just like, I feel, I feel, and I hear, and I write just through melody and through sound. And I love, if I could just write, you know, like, um, which instrumental music, I'd love it, which is why I loved doing this before our time, because, um, it was instrumental and it allowed me to just sort of like create melodies and like, and like, and like hear and like imagine scenarios. And, and that project was in a lot of ways, um, it was, it was, um, the concept was that it was inspired by like paintings. Um, and so like seeing the painting, um, and, um, and you know, um, the, the cover art for the, for the, um, EP album was, was a, um, a Monet, Monet and, um, and, you know, seeing these paintings and kind of like imagining what music would be playing to that scenario, you know, and like, and I thought it was a cool creative um, concept and project to challenge myself to. And then also I was really inspired by this artist, Birds of Norway, who is actually a friend of mine. Um, and, um, um, and he, look him up, he does awesome, like, you know, instrumental music. And I loved his piano stuff. Um, I, I really, that was a big influence for me just throughout the first half of 2020. Um, and that, that music really spoke to me. So I was like, I, I want to kind of make my own version of that. And like, it, it freed me up to feel like I could do that. And, um, and you know, 2020 was, was challenging just on a personal level in a lot of ways. And, um, and I went through when in the process of making that, those songs, which all happened within about a month, it really represented that sort of like summer of 2020 for me, you know, which was just kind of like a tough time, you know, and, and those songs were just what I needed to express at that moment, I think. That's cool. Yeah, I think that's probably the best word I could have used is it just felt like a very pure, pure expression and of who you were and definitely a different a different perspective of you as an artist. And I, I really appreciate that. It's cool to hear you again, give us a little snippet into your, your process, your creative process. And um, to hear, you know, that for you, a lot of times it really does begin with, um, with um, hearing things, melody, more feeling oriented than necessarily conceptual um, lyrical. Yeah, um, totally. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah. I was going to ask you too, in your writing process for the albums that you've put out, um, it, how often does it start on the piano? Um, you know, I think it, uh, I think in the process of writing, like I like to, 
maybe switch like if i come up with a little chord sequence and melody on um on the piano when writing a song um for me a lot of times the melody comes first so I'll, i'm the kind of writer where like i will just sing gibberish um you know to uh satisfy the melody and then the words the words will will flow out of that and a lot of times the words come from little keywords that I find in that gibberish because a lot of times that gibberish is a real indicator of what the feeling of, of what, what is wanting to be expressed through the melody. And like I, and so I'll start on piano and then maybe I'll switch over to guitar and play it on a guitar and, and that might inspire the next section of the song and then maybe I'll switch back. I think it's good to be surrounded by a few different instruments like in that regard. Um, but uh, I wouldn't say that it's always strictly piano. I, I definitely... You know, definitely a lot of the like the new life and the 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 holy rain type of like you know you know acoustic jams. They they can they cannot be uh, birthed any other way than uh, just kind of playing on the acoustic. So totally, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. A lot of rhythm to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's funny for me. It's almost the opposite. Like usually I'll be writing, th- you know, thinking of lyrics in my head and writing out notes, and then probably later on approach an instrument to to see how to that's cool craft around so it's kind of it's cool to hear a different process yeah um and then i've seen too that you you've started producing a little bit more for others in the past year and a half or so or is that true or yeah 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 man um i have um which I don't know where that'll go if if I'll do that more. I mean, I certainly what I enjoy about the process is taking an artist that I believe in and 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 helping them to like like the joy in that process for me is more so like seeing the artist come to like like seeing the gift that they have come out, you know, and helping helping to sort of like pull that out of them and 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 i think um i was able to do that with like this artist john webster friend of mine um, beginning like through last year and then um and then i've been working with this band here in phoenix um called requiem heist and they're just some college students uh over at grand canyon and they um yeah they uh they have some cool songs and so we've been uh working on their single so uh, I don't have a lot of gear. I don't really, I'm not really like a big, I've never been like a gear head. I don't like, even when it comes to guitar, when it comes to pedals, when it comes to like all that stuff, I'm not like super into like all the like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really geek out on like all the crazy gear stuff, but I'm more so like, hey, like let's like, you know, let's just capture a, a great song and, and, you know, arrange it well and like put cool melodies and counter melodies and like do it you know and so yeah super rad dude so if you're watching this and you need someone to help you craft your music yes yes honestly dude i have a dream of like uh of having a um a studio space that i work out of and that other artists producers work out of that literally are just producing like indie christian artists like literally like raising up like 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 producing out the sounds of um worship of new this new wave of worship and and across the earth i mean and and literally having like a physical place where maybe it's even one day where you know, the, um, the Lord will provide like a physical studio space that, uh, that a group of us can work out of and, um, and, uh, and produce like just this whole new generation of artists. That's super rad, dude. So kind of speaking of that, can you kind of give us, I know you helped start one big family. Um, can you kind of give us a little bit of, um, insight into what that is and what your heart is for that? Yeah. Um, when I started on the Lovekin journey, I wasn't sure of anybody else that was really doing what I had in mind to do. And I had known of the only artists that I really knew of who did, who did like cooler, 
more interesting, more musically complex sounding Christian music was like uh, Josh Garrels and John Mark McMillan and, you know, like what we were talking about um, earlier, uh, Caleb, and and um, and Young Oceans. And so for me, like, uh, like I didn't know any of this world existed until after well into kind of doing Lovekin and going out on doing some tours and stuff. And that's when I started to see um, similar artists on my Spotify, like Montel Fish and Ali Page and Isla Vista uh, Worship and um, Taylor Armstrong and and Antoine Bradford and, um, you know, Rivers and Robots, Jonathan Ogden. And, and these artists, Ecclesia, these artists who like... Um, I was like, oh, I feel like we're all in college together in a weird way. Like, I feel like we're all like randomly like at the same exact place in what we're doing. And like, this seems really strange. And like, all of a sudden we started to like kind of get to know each other a little bit over, you know, social media and knowing each other's music and stuff like that. And it felt like this new like awakening of like this, I don't know, this new onslaught of like christian indie christian music it was like this new scene like this new like place that was like happening you know like of christian music that was really cool and a lot of it was coming out of like the good christian music blog and stuff too that is where i found a lot of these artists as well and um and so anyways though i was on a tour uh a lovekin house show tour thing on the west coast and i remember i was in sacramento and I, I was just not, it wasn't great because like I had been going out on these tours alone, driving all the way far from home uh, in a van cooped up. I felt like a hoarder living out of my van. And like, I was, you know, basically like trying to save money cause I didn't have money really. Um, and I was trying to sleep in the Sacramento airport parking lot in my van. And, um, and I remember it was February and freezing cold and raining and, um, and literally like my buddy, um, sent me like 60 bucks so that I could buy a hotel room in Sacramento at like La Quinta. And, um, I, so I was like, all right, I guess, you know, I'll go into, I'll go get a hotel room for the night and, you know, it'll be fine. And. And, um, and literally I just remember being at such a low spot here. I was out trying to do ministry, trying to like share the gospel. I, I trying to like share my song, share hope, share truth. I felt so discouraged. So just kind of unaccepted, like amongst people. And like, I don't know, just, and, and it was really a lot of just spiritual attack as well. And, uh, and Satan was really trying to get me down and, I, I remember I, I, I was in that hotel room. I was such, such a low point. I looked at, um, porn and I, um, and you know, you gotta go back to kind of old, old ways of trying to cope with pain. And, um, and I just remember being like, wow, this is not, I was like, God, after I was like, God, I know you want me to do this. I know you want me to be out here. I know you want me to play this. I know you want me to do Lovekin, but if you want, if I'm going to be doing these tours, it has to look different. It, it, it has to look different, you know? And, uh, and it was that, that point that I was like, um, literally two months later, the one big family tour came to my mind, which was, like taking all these artists that I had been seeing that felt like, you know, we were in school together, essentially hitting them up and saying, let's all convene in San Diego and I'll set up and organize an entire tour up to Vancouver, Canada, and we'll just like play and do nights. And we have a lot of same listeners. So we'll just see who comes out and we'll do it. And like, we ended up doing it. And that was like the answer to prayer from that night. It was such an obvious, like, answer to prayer and then from that just came this whole community of one big family which was like which wasn't isn't just limited to these artists it's 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 a for me a ministry now that exists to help bring like um help take the hand of of, of one sort of indie Christian artists and meet it to another and like that's just comes out of my desire to connect people and my desire to 
create a team around people who around being able to support these people who are not going into the industry or into the labels, but they need a sense of community and to be connected to each other. And, and that's kind of what's come out of all of it. So <clears throat> that's super cool, dude. Thanks for sharing that. Of course, man. Super rad. Yeah, it's cool. I just saw, I think yesterday you posted a story um, or something. I know you shared music of uh, from Yaz Williams. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, look, I checked out that, that tune, which was, super dope i'm gonna post on that one and oh man i'm so glad yaz is great yeah and it was cool just seeing like i think in the comments like you support her and then her say something to the tune of like you know this project wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for you you know kind of spearheading um one big family and believing in in people so kind of coming full circle back to where we started the conversation dude just like mad respect for you and love for you and appreciate what you're doing in the uh in our space, our arena, um, indie Christian music, um, really appreciate your heart that it's Thank not, you, um, everyone for themselves, everyone trying to get theirs, that it really is. If we're going to do this thing, right. Um, then it's going to look like, I mean, not to get super cheesy here, but it is going to look like one big family, um, yeah. Yeah, supporting one another. <laughs> so super appreciate your heart in that dude. Of course. Yeah. Thanks, man. Dude, would you mind playing us one more song? Too? Yeah, totally. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. My uh my pleasure. Um Yeah, let's uh let's do it. Sounds good. It's a breath of life. Freedom comes like a roaring wind waking me to life again and again. Joy it brings back the fear in me, makes me dance and sing, breaks my silence. Jesus, I love the way you breathe. Jesus, I love the way you breathe. Oh, over me, mighty God, you are the fountain.
For the breath of life you breathe For the breath of life you breathe Over me Thank you, dude, so much for sharing your gift with us. My pleasure. Of course. I, I love what you're doing, Caleb. And um, yeah, Third Space uh, with Third Space and just super proud of you for uh, just pushing this. And I think it's great. Um, I fully, fully support the vision. So thank you, dude. All righty. Well, this has been a treat. Um, yep. Until next time. See yep. you.